Fam bam, what's going on? It's your boy, Sid. And Charlotte. I am a retired NFL player, and now I'm a full-time dad, husband, and content creator. And me and my wife do this podcast together to be completely transparent about things that we're going through, about our life, about our kids, and a bunch of stuff. We don't have all the answers, and we don't have it all together. But one thing that we do have is that we are committed. We are committed to build our life the way God calls us to live. We are committed to each other in our relationship. And we are also committed to ourselves. So just being the best version of ourselves that we can be each day. And at the end of every episode, we always check in with each other. We always let each other know how we feel about his joy and what's hard in these conversations because conversation is hard in any relationship, but especially marriage. And we always reiterate to each other that I'm committed to Charlotte and that she's committed to me and that we're in this together. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, fam bam. Welcome back to another episode of Committed to Us. Um, Seth and I are back with another episode. Today, we're going to be talking about something that I feel like we keep going back to, like something we're learning in counseling. <laughs> because, like, we're actually learning a lot about each other uh, in counseling, and it's been very fruitful, as we said, probably on every episode because we're learning so much about each other. Um, but I wanted to talk about this because later on, we're going to talk to another uh, couple friend of ours Gabe and Babe um they're good friends of ours they're also influencers and they have actually started going to counseling as well and they've talked about communication and validation and validation is something that me and Charlotte have talked about uh something that uh I've had to learn how to do for Charlotte because it's something that she needs and one thing that we've really learned in counseling that our counselor has seen us do when we argue with each other to her is that we have two completely different ways of receiving and giving information. And I think trying to understand how to understand each other is one of the most difficult things in a relationship and validation and seeking validation and all that stuff is mixed in there. So, so before we jump in, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure you leave us a rating five stars and a review. <laughs> let us know what you think. If you have any questions, any feedback, let us know in a review. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you like subscribe and hit that bell. So you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. We've also got a lot of fun videos and, um, like I said, mentioned guests coming up as well. Mm -hmm. So I will, I will never forget this probably for the rest of my life. Um, something that happened to us in counseling. So we were in counseling and we were, why did you sit up? Um, I'm interested to hear where you're about to go with all this. So we're in counseling and me and Charlotte are, it's kind of like a, a heated session. Like where I'm mad, she's sad. <laughs> and like, it's just, it's just a heated conversation. And our counselor is great, man. She sits there, she just watches us and she's really calm, speaks very softly, very spiritual woman. And she says, guys, um, I feel like, there's two ships and these ships are just like sailing across passing each other, each other, passing in, the each night. other in the night. But you guys are saying the same thing. You're just communicating them differently. Mm -hmm. She's and like, you guys are more similar than you think. You think. And I was like, I was like, hell no, we ain't. We no, are two completely different people. <laughs> but the more that I think about it and ever since she, she said that I've paid attention, almost every argument that me and Charlotte have, we damn near want the same thing. For example, 
we both want to feel respected. We both want to feel loved. We both want to be heard. If we have a task, like for the, for this podcast, for example, we're always going back and forth, like, what do we want? What do we want this podcast? Like, what is the goal? Yada, yada, yada. And I'll have my ideas, she'll have her, her ideas. But in reality, we want the same thing. They're just communicated in two completely different ways. We literally got in a fight about the podcast like a week ago. A week ago, yeah. <laughs> and we tend to argue about a lot of stuff. But in reality, I'm like, we want the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I will say since counseling, we've I've learned, and Charlotte has learned too. Um, I say I've learned because I'm taking my own accountability and responsibility and how I receive and give this information to Charlotte of how I can understand her better and I can like give my um, message of what I want to say better to where she can receive it knowing the kind of like person that Charlotte is and I think this is a key component to having a successful um, relationship in general so for me like when I approach Charlotte with something I know that I can't I have to calm myself down and I have to actually use very precise words. Charlotte is somebody like, I can't say a word. I the goddamn there for real can't say a word if I don't know what it means because Charlotte's going to know what it means. So if I, I remember when me and Charlotte were young and I would like, for example, example. So me and Charlotte got into this huge fight a couple weeks ago. And we were like just filled with stuff. Both had a lot going on. And we were like, <laughs> like young at each other. And Charlotte was like, um, you make me feel like a burden. I was like, you are a burden. And like, we just start yelling at each other. And that hurt Charlotte. Like it really, really hurt Charlotte's feelings. And to me, I was just like, bro, like what's the big deal? Like I didn't even say anything wrong. Well, I didn't really understand what burden meant. And I realized that when she said that to me, the way that I was actually feeling, I thought when she said burden was burden was exactly how I felt. So I like cast the spell back to her when she said that. And then I learned in that counseling session, because that's what the counseling session was actually was about. I learned that I didn't communicate in the right way. And even though I felt this way, I should have waited to communicate it and put the right word on on how I was feeling. So all that to say, like trying to figure out how to communicate the right way to your partner is uh, a really big deal, even in like calm moments when you guys are trying to communicate what to eat for lunch. Like Charlotte, somebody is like, she's like a, a big I don't care person about what we eat, but she really does <laughs> care. Like she really does care. So we come up with this thing. We're like, okay, whoever gives the four restaurants first, the next person gives the two, and whoever has the last one, you got to choose, and there's no exceptions, mm-hmm. right? There's no exceptions after that. So learning little tricks like that to really get to communication, because at the end of the day, the goal is we're both hungry. We want to <laughs> eat. Like, that's that's the goal here. So let's not make an argument about it, because something like that can go from easily, like, what do you want to eat? You never want to choose what you want to eat. You make this difficult. It's like, we're bro, both we're, hungry. We're, just hung- we're just hungry. Like, let's mm-hmm. just choose a spot. So coming up with, okay, you choose four. I'll get it down to two and then bam, you choose the last one. There's no, there's no debating because Mm -hmm. we're working through this and we're solving the core issue, which is hunger. So Yeah. And I know we talked about this on another episode this month is just like not communicating in the heat of the moment. Like when we're both amped up, like it's not going to be productive. Like we both have to come down to an appropriate level before we can, we're ready to like hear and receive what the other person's saying. And really we're ready to give the information because if I'm giving him information, like up here on this high level, 
then it's going to be received as like an attack on him and he may just attack back. He's not going to like actually consider that what I'm saying might have some validity. It also might just be like, I might be speaking from a place of anger and some of it's not actually what I'm intending. Um, so if we're talking when we're all both amped up, it's not going to work. But if we're, we can come back to the table when we both like have ears to hear, then I'm going to be more prepared to like actually speak from like my intention and he's going to be more open to hearing what I'm trying to communicate. Mm -hmm. So what would you say like in a heated moment where like you really want to communicate something, but you know, like you checked yourself. How do you, how have you gotten to the point where you can check yourself to understand like, Hey, like I feel this way and I really want to express myself, but I know right now isn't the right time. Mm -hmm. I feel like, like, I feel like that's one of the biggest, one of the hardest roads to cross is like because then you feel almost obligated to say hey i need to speak up now because this is happening right now mm -hmm. what fruit have you seen from the difference between biting your tongue and waiting for mm -hmm. the opportunity to happen versus doing it and seeing what happens when you express yeah. yourself so more? for me like biting your tongue doesn't mean never communicating it if there's something that's like a pattern in your relationship that is really causing a lot of tension or um, it's unhealthy or whatever it is it's not about not saying it it's about saying it at the right time and so for me i'm like oh i really want to say this to cedric like oh he's so mean he's so rude i'm gonna tell him what it is whatever just he's, so you know uh, you just let me know you just let me into your brain of how you process those things so that, that actually helps me um i'm like let me write this down let me Do you actually write it down if i don't want to forget something like oh i want to talk to him about this but i can't <laughs> talk to him about it right now because sometimes i do like just forget and i don't want to forget like i don't want to just like roll over something that's a big deal i want to like obviously if it's a really big deal i'm not going to forget it but like some of the things where I'm like, oh, I really don't like that. Like, I'm going to write that down. And then when That's I can like so calm funny. down, let me t think about it and then decide if it's something worth talking about. Or it might look like being in a heated argument, going for a walk, going for a drive and calling a friend and like processing through it with someone else. That's like my number one thing. Before bringing it back to your spouse. Mm -hmm. And not in a like, oh, he did this and she did that. But just like even talking it out, you're like, oh, wait, but I also did this. Or like, no, this is a really big deal. And like, we do need to have a conversation about it. Can I make a point really quick? So when it comes to friends, I think Charlotte makes a really good point. But I think at the same time, you have to know what friends you can call depending on the kind of mood that you're in. 100%. Like I have a friend that like, if I'm just pissed off, I know I'm going to call Johnny. Because Johnny is a very calm, understanding person. And even though I'm upset, he's not going to BS me. He's like, look, bro, like, you're tripping. Like, she was wrong here. You were wrong mm -hmm. here. And even when I'm like, no, nah, hell no. Nah. He's, like, he's like, bro, no. Like, you're tripping. And at some point, he brings me down. Mm -hmm. But I have a friend who, like, I just want to talk crap. Right. And, and he's not going to say anything. I call Charles. Like, Charles, bro. She's doing this. Like, yeah. Charles is a bad friend. <laughs> yeah, Charles, no, Charles, is, Charles is like, yeah, man. No, nah, man. She's tripping. Da, 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 da. Like, yeah, man. Like, so that's Charles. But I need somebody who I actually, if I'm calm and I'm really going through something, I'll call Joe. Like, bro, like, I'm really struggling, dog. Like, this is what I'm going through. And he'll give me real advice. Not, not, not biased. You know what I mean? Like, so I have my group of friends who I want to call. Mm -hmm. All that to say, like, if you're going to do that with friends, like, that's my outlet. 
don't just call anybody. Like, mm-hmm. know who you can call, call depending on right. the kind of mood that And we've in. talked about this before, too, but, like, some people you would call and then they would carry that forward. And, like, you and your spouse might, like, come to a, a point where you've, like, talked through it and you've accepted it or you've changed it, you've moved on, and that other person's still like, what, like, he did this and that, or he said yeah. this and that. That's so more like gotta, females, though. No, it's yes, dudes, it too. You got to know no, who to call. Dudes be the worst at that. Sure, come on now. Put it in the comments below who's actually really the worst at that. You know it's women. No, it's guys are just as petty. No, they're not. Not like females. Like, girl, he should do. Guys are, bro, guys are like, bro, yeah, like, nah, like. She tripping. Nah. That's it. Girls are like, girl, you need to leave him. And da da da. Like, that's how females Anti-ways. are. Anti-ways. I'm yeah. a very verbal processor, <laughs> which can sometimes be difficult for Cedric because yeah. I want to like talk through everything. And he's more like, he's more of an internal processor where he like processes everything and then comes to me. And so right now in our marriage, we're learning that like he isn't a lone wolf. So he can't just internally process everything and not talk to me about it. And I also can't just word vomit on him all the time. So like we're right now in our marriage, we're learning how to like, how we find a balance in processing together and communicating together. Because mm-hmm. Cedric is someone who likes to go off by himself, think about it, think through all the things, and then like come back and be like, this is what I'm doing. And I'm like, whoa, how did we get there? And I'm like, I need to talk through all of these things and all of like where we're going. Just yeah. Everything. And then let's like come to a decision, whatever. And like, so we're trying to find a balance in that. Mm-hmm. So you found a difference when, when you actually do that do you see a difference in me or the conversation or it being like like getting to like a solution or whatever much faster or is it different i think i've seen you being more patient with me like communicating and so that's made me not like oh if he does this then i'll do that but me recognizing that you're being like more patient more open to processing together has made me realize like okay like maybe instead of just having this whole argument about where to eat. Like I can say like, Hey said, here are four places that I would like. Like, so it's making me more open to like be a little bit more like to the point, you know? Uh, does that make sense? No, it does. Like it's good as you can see that. Cause for me, when you do that to me, it makes me want to communicate because I know you take in like what's going on into consideration because I am who I am. You are who you are. And I think it's our responsibility to understand that. But then again, there's some things that are like, yo, like, like this needs to stop now. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm freaking like, I can't really think of an example. If I'm actually like, if I'm going like ballistic, right. There's probably a time where it's like, okay. Like, Hey, like let's table this now. Um, but there's a way how you can communicate that in that, in those kind of moments too. Right. I, I think for me, like what I've noticed is like when I am actually, if I actually don't say anything to Charlotte, when she's a certain way, um, then I'm somebody who like I just analyze it as, as to like why she is that way. And then I almost find myself trying to help her. Like, okay, next time this happens, I'm gonna try to just help her because Charlotte isn't the best when I come to her and talk to her about how she is with something. Because Charlotte is um, Charlotte's not a big person on like constructive criticism. She's not a big like. Um, I think it's about how you present it. Oftentimes it feels like an attack. No, but no, I, that's what I'm saying. So I feel like most of the time, no matter how I say something, you feel attacked. That's what I mean by constructive criticism. Like you don't like to be criticized. Not most of the time. <laughs> when you come at me, come at me, not to me. 
in the heat of the moment. No, I'm not even talking about the heat of the moment. I'm talking about other times. I'm like, hey, babe, I want to talk to you about something. I'm like, Charlotte, like, you probably (laughs) shouldn't do that. You'd be like, well, Cedric. I'm just like, dude, like, I'm I'm not attacking you. I'm just telling you from my perspective and what I see that this needs to, you probably just approach this a little bit differently. And Charlotte's not a big, like, you know what, Cedric? You're right. Like, she's (laughs) not like that. Charlotte's going to, like, I ain't gonna say talk her way out of it, but she's gonna be like she's gonna give every reason as to why she did it that way, and then the very thing she said at the, at the end of the conversation, like, at the end of the conversation, of like, you know, it's like, okay, I can try. It's it'll take us twenty minutes to get That's there. That's not that true. is true. No, you're there's, always... man, there's nothing wrong with that though. Like but you, what? Go. What did you say? That's um, not true. You had to. Um, what's the word you use? Advocate. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead, go ahead and advocate for yourself. No, I just feel like I am open to to um, feedback, and a lot of the times it isn't <laughs> presented feedback. It's constructive criticism. A lot of the times it's not presented. I don't feel like it's presented to me that way, and I'm being more mindful of in the beginning saying like I hear you saying this, and you don't like that. Like when I do validate on the front end, you're like, "Don't say that to me. Like, don't talk to me like that." which is something that I need. But when I do it to you, you don't like it. But even when I say like, oh, I can try. If I say that on the front end, like, hey, I hear you saying this and I can try to do that. You don't like me saying like, oh, I hear you saying this. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. So. What was your point of you saying it? I'm just saying like, (laughs) you say I have to go through all these things to get to this point at the end saying like, okay, I can try. But when I, I feel like when I say it at the beginning, you're like, don't talk to me like that. I don't, I don't understand what you're saying. Because to me, what I was thinking is like when I come to you and like, let's say if we, you did something, I'm like, yo, like you should probably not do that. Like I would do this. So it's still, it's on you. It's not about me. So I'm saying like, that's what is difficult for you. Like if I come to you and say, hey, like this isn't the best way to do this. And you're not like, you know what? You're right. Like, I'll try it. It's like, you're going to defend yourself. I'm like, okay, Cedric, I'll, I'll try, but I, I'm I just guess telling you. It depends on what it is. Because <laughs> <laughs> y'all, I think like both Cedric and I were very. No, do not say no, I'm no, very no. critical. No, no, no. Well, wait, yes, you are critical. That's not what I was about to say, but yes, you are critical. critical. We're both critical. We're you're both critical. stubborn. I'm not stubborn. No, I am. We're both critical. We're both stubborn and we both are also very like get it done kind of people in very different ways. Mm -hmm. And so like said, sometimes we'll be like, you should do it this way. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, the way I'm doing it is just fine. And then if I say to said like, hey, you should think about it this way. You're like, don't bring that to me. I think about it this way. That you know? damn, that is true, bro. That is very true. Like Cedric is a very linear thinker mm. where I'm more like of a maybe circular thinker um, processor. Uh, so, yeah, we just think about things, process through things very differently. Mm-hmm. And I think... I mean, I don't really know if we have real hardcore advice about this because we're still trying to figure out how to do it. But I think that the one thing that I can continue to work on is like, I don't really know what I can do. I mean, maybe you can tell me some things that I can do to help you. Because like to me, I feel like I approach you in the most commonest way that I can right now. But it almost feels like no matter what I say, you feel like I'm attacking you. So what are some things that I could do differently to I think help? it's about the 
time, like when you're approaching, like if it, like we said, not in the heat of the moment, the, the tone of voice, the language, um, I think that helps your partner to be more receptive to whatever you're presenting to them. Would you think that, let's say if like me, you got into something, right? Or you did something, I'm just like, yo, you probably shouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Do you think it'd help about, hey, Shara, like something's going on right now and I think we should talk about this at X amount of, at X time. Do you think that'll help because then it preps us to like gather ourselves and calm down and whatever? You think that helps? say that in the heat of the moment, you're just kind of like, like, for me, it's helpful when you're like, hey, I can't talk about this right now, but I will talk about it with you in the future. But I don't think you set like a, like, I can't talk about this right now, but I'll talk to you about it tonight. Like, I think that's fine. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because I want to say that, I would say that definitely wouldn't work because you're not like, a, hey, I'll talk to you about this in the future. You need like a time and a, yeah. you need something. So, not you, like so you're not waiting forever. Five o'clock, we're going to, we're going to talk about this. It's like, hey. Like this is so even I, like, even though you said that like like uh, no 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 this is good because you stop talking like, no this is really good if you pay attention to what Charles just said five o'clock we're gonna talk about this I feel like That's, she's always going to if I say if I say hey babe like we should like at uh, five o'clock like let's talk about this Charles gonna the same way that she said that the same way she perceives it no matter how uh, I say uh, it no no that's what I'm saying is the way that you say it. It's not about what you say, it's how you say it. Okay, so check this out. How come, how come your initial response without me even saying anything was that kind of tone? Because that's how it's been presented to me in the past. I've never even gave that kind of opportunity to talk at a certain time, so that's not no, true. like you'll say like, we're going to talk about this. You might not say at five o'clock, but like there's see, been... you're kind of like, no, because I don't even, I might, see that's all you're, 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 I don't want to say lying, but... I don't even say like, hey, we're going to talk about this tonight. I'm not even like that. I never do that. So how could you say that? So you're choosing that tone of voice because that's how you already process stuff. So no, that shows me that, no, that shows it's me. Of- Hold on. I'm talking. Let me finish my thought. My thought. That shows me that no matter what I say to you, that's how you perceive it. No, it's not just because I've made that up in my head. It's because of past examples where we've been in tense situations. And I felt like things are more of an instruction than feedback like it's more of a do this or don't do this versus a conversation all right how can i get better at that then i already told you be mindful of when you're talking about things how you're talking about things the word choices don't call me a freaking burden ever again well you called um, yourself a burden i just no, said that you i are. said that you made me feel like a burden i didn't say it was a burden i know i'm not a burden you do yeah See, even that, look at your face. <laughs> I'm going to smack that look off your face. <sighs> How can I? <laughs> How are you feeling? Uh, I feel good. I think that um, this is a conversation that will never end. <laughs> We're going to keep evolving. I feel good. I feel like we constantly have to learn how to communicate with each other. Um, and we're still figuring that out. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's hard. That look you just gave me, I want to just. You can, you can go for it if you want. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. No, right. Well, it's hard for you. Um, I think it's hard for me to hear you say that you feel like you're like almost being drill sergeant in a sense. Like that isn't 
make me feel good because I don't ever want to be that way. But I know, mm-hmm. like, just being a leader on football teams all my life and where I come from, I know that I kind of have that approach. Mm-hmm. Um, calm down. You're going to say what you want to say. Just let me finish talking. I don't want to forget it. Um, so, yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't make me feel good. I'm trying to, like, soften my words and soften my approach because although this way of being has really got me so much success in my life being driven and very linear and thinking – it's not the healthiest approach when it comes to communication in a marriage, but I do think it's the way to go to like get somewhere in my own head, but the packaging and the presentation can definitely be worked on. Yes. Like I think one thing that we've had to learn is that we are teammates, but I am not your football teammate. Like the way you Mm -hmm. talk to your football teammates isn't necessarily how you should talk to me. Mm -hmm. And like, even though like that's like the culture that you really grew up in with coaches, like yelling at you or giving you direct, like, constructive criticism right Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not saying saying the same thing um that yeah so anyway how can i pray for you i think just continue to soften my i think i already have a really soft heart i think i I need a softer voice now (laughs) so just pray for a softer like approach and voice and uh, i think things would be a lot more smooth sailing how can i pray for you i think that we would both just be open to hearing listening and open open ears open hearts closed mouths sometimes Um, what does the bible say be be quick to hear slow to speak slow to speak there's something else but i'm terrible at quoting bible verses but yeah what that verse says we should just do that (laughs) so let's pray for each other in that that verse i'm committed to you thank you for listening uh this was really fun um if you guys have any questions or anything that you want to ask us uh we'll try our best to get back to you we get a lot of questions but we love our fan bam so we try to get back to everybody you can Follow me on all my social medias. Mine is at said by me across all the platforms. And uh, Charlotte's Instagram is, maybe you should say it for them instead of me saying it. (laughs) My Instagram is ca.pt.